0: This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Hello, happy Mother's Day. Welcome to Unity Community of Central Oregon's Sunday service. We are a welcoming community. We're so happy you're with us. We welcome you here regardless of the color of your skin, who you love, trans, uh, gay, whatever, whatever. We are glad that you're here. We welcome you here no matter what your original language was. We welcome you with all your talents and abilities. We're just really really glad that you are here. And especially, and we welcome all of you moms on this Mother's Day. Let's uh, say our mission statement together. This really embodies what we represent here at Unity of Central Oregon. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community, embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. And yes, we are. And with that, let's have Soul Shine play a little music.
1: Tom Grant made a famous. We think it's fitting. It's kind of about Mother Earth. It's a Lakota prayer. Witcher tight, tight, Horoniko, Horoniko, Hene, Hene, No, you and I give me up. Hold me hold Hey hey Water spirit, peeling, spring around my head. Makes me feel glad I'm not dead. With you, and I give me up. your tight, tight, and mirror. tip tap give me a
0: soul shine. I love that chant and it occurs to me that I was a little remiss in starting. I'm actually Sylvia Hayes for those who don't know and I'm filling in for uh, Reverend Hyatt today which is always just an honor and a treat. Uh, We also are going to have a real treat. Oh no actually we're going to Miss Claire. Well that's always a treat. We're going to Claire for celebrations.
2: Happy Mother's Day. Woohoo. Yay all the mamas. And I, I myself am a mother, so wanted to be sure I felt like the queen, the queen bee today for sure, with my little tiara. Thank you, Mita. Mita brought me this tiara a while back. And you know, always getting out my pink boa makes me feel special. So I hope all of you mothers out there feel like queens and are treated like the queens that you deserve today, right? Um, so I wanna refer to a couple of things. So Anne-Marie, those of you that listened last week, she shared some wonderful, her little tips for how do we reduce and not turn our planet into a big plastic garbage can. Um, and so she had some great tips and I wanted to throw in a couple of mine that she was also gonna share but didn't have time to. So we're Kevin and I have recently switched to bar shampoo. Instead of using big plastic shampoo containers, you can get like at natural grocers or order online, they have little bar that are actually pretty amazing, that are just wrapped in paper, so super little waste. And I've also decided to go back to bar hand soap. You know, why did we ever switch to those pump plastic bottles? So there you go. Two more tips for you to take home. My mom was sharing with me last week that she, after watching Anne-Marie, was inspired to stop buying a pizza that's wrapped in plastic to switch to aluminum cans for the 7-Up that she gets instead of always the plastic bottles. Um, so there you go, a couple of things. And then also, just in case, I know Sylvia's going to talk about this at the end, but we have a survey out. We're doing some updates to our live streaming, and so have some survey questions for you guys. So I'm going to post in the chats as soon as I'm done here um, the link to do that. So if you have not done that, we want to encourage you to do that. But guess what? Almost all of our celebrations this morning are for mamas out there, except one, Donna Benjamin. I'm sure she's celebrating her mother, but she is super excited about getting her garden going and the vegetable and seed starts that she has for the Unity Garden and for her personal garden. So we so appreciate all the hard work that our gardeners are doing out here. Um, Jane is celebrating her three daughters today who are all mamas. And she's just so proud and and is loving how they're showing up as moms. And she has one in particular that is getting to, this is her first Mother's Day, so that's always super special. Jenny Davis wanted to celebrate her mama, Suzanne, who she's super close with. So yay, Suzanne. I'm celebrating my mom, who I saw earlier, is watching on Facebook. Hi, Mom, happy Mother's Day. And just, she's been a lifelong caregiver to her family, and as a nurse, and so I'm just celebrating that. Um, let's see, and Sylvia wanted to celebrate that her non-DNA son, Jonathan, took her to Thai food yesterday for Mother's Day. So, you know, Thai food, Thai food's the best. That's always a huge celebration. So, and everyone else celebrating their mamas. But I hope you guys have a great Sunday, and back to you,
0: Sylvia. Thanks, Claire. Uh, I would add another celebration. Jane, uh, Jane, Reverend Jane asked us to put together, asked the Earth Care team to put together this Season of the Earth series. That's about nine weeks. And this congregation has just done such an awesome job stepping into that. So um, appreciate, Claire, your addition just this morning. We have a treat today. I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about her, some more details in a moment. But in the, in the meantime, we're gonna have one of our congregants uh, and one of our Earth Care members, Megan Hardy, she's going to lead us in a lovely prayer and meditation. And I just want to remind everyone, one of the great things about unity is our approach to affirmative prayer. We have online prayer claim forms. We don't ask, we claim where you can fill that out, and our local prayer team will pray on that for 30 days, and then it gets, or will pray on that here, and then it gets sent to Silent Unity, the big worldwide Silent Unity, and gets prayed on by their incredible team for another 30 days. So it's just, it's just like this up-gushing of support. So we really encourage people to fill out the claim forms. And um, now we just ask you to Get a little quiet, come into the present moment, and we're going to have Megan Hardy lead us in a prayer and meditation.
3: I invite you to close your eyes. Bring your attention to your heartbeat. Let all the other sounds around you fade away and allow the beat of your heart to become amplified. If it helps, you can place your hands on your heart. And as the sound of your heart grows louder, you can feel the vibration expand from that organ in the middle of your chest out, just slightly beyond your body until you are cocooned in the rhythm and the beat of your heart. that rhythm creates a warmth it creates softness in your body as for is as it cocoons you it gives you the sensation of being held within the womb And as you feel that warmthness, you realize it is the warmth of your mother. And you begin to recognize her heartbeat as well. Although they are separate, they beat in time as one. And as you are suspended and surrendered or surrendering, you are overcome with the emotion of love. A deep profound love. And you are safely held in this love. All of your needs are cared for. And as your body relaxes deeper into this love, you hear a third heartbeat weaving into this song. And as that heartbeat grows louder, You recognize it as the heartbeat of Mother Earth. This third heartbeat is again independent, yet beating in time, together, connected. With your heartbeat, and that of your birth mother. And that feeling of warmth grows, that feeling of being nurtured, supported, it also expands. And before long, you no longer can recognize your heartbeat versus your mother's versus Mother Earth's. And that's when you realize it does not matter because it is one and the same, it is all love. Now this heartbeat becomes surround sound and it drums the beat of a deep, ancient wisdom. Is the wisdom of our interconnectedness. It is the wisdom of the great hoop of life. And it is the remembrance that it is love that threads through all of it, weaving us together as one. And as we bring this meditation to a close, we are reminded that we can align to the heartbeat. Of Mother Earth and this ancient wisdom, anytime, because it is within us. It has always been within us. It's just a matter of listening and choosing love.
0: Namaste. Beautiful. Let's have um, Soul Shine bring us some prayer song. Affirmative prayer together just knowing that good is our truth love is our ultimate reality everywhere present and whole it radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world as we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love and so it is. Thanks. Sorry. Thanks so much to Soulshine. We're a little. We're doing things a little differently because we've got a few different um, uh, moving parts today. But thank you so much to Soulshine. I want to um, really give you a better introduction now of Megan Hardy, and then we'll lead into her talk with song. Okay. Are we good? okay (laughs) you you are right after the intro yeah it's okay (laughs) everyone who's uh who's viewing please bear with us again we've got a little different format going today so you're gonna hear megan just led that beautiful meditation and she's gonna be giving a talk today titled the nature of a mother's love and um She's well qualified for it, actually. She's a daughter, a sister, a wife, a small business owner, a well being coach, an animal and nature enthusiast, and of course, a mom. Uh, she notes that she's grateful to be learning the ropes of motherhood uh, through the guidance of her five year old boy, Ryder, and her five month old girl, Paisley. Um, She and her husband, Rhett, who serves on the board of directors of Unity Community Central Oregon. They live on a five-acre ranch in beautiful Sisters, Oregon. And on that ranch, they care for six horses, three dogs, two cats, and for goodness sakes, hope to add chickens, goats, and alpacas. Hmm. Um, uh, In her spare time, she's an equine-guided well-being coach for humans who are on a mission to make a positive difference in our world. She is passionate about helping her clients tame the busyness of their mind and unbridle—there go the horses—unbridle the power of their heart to say they can heal and help change our world for the better. Um, and she does that wonderful sacred work in partnership with her small herd of horses. And I would just add that. Um, uh, Megan has also been my sister on the ministerial path at Unity Worldwide. That was a little put on hold for her as she wound up carrying a baby and giving birth right in the middle of our COVID challenge. So she's been an awesome addition to this community, and I cannot wait to hear her talk today. And with that, Soul Shine, take it away.
1: Take you in, feed your friends Her open arms are welcoming She'll rub your back all night when you cry. She'll listen to you tell your story Hold your fear and all your worries Help you find the truth when they're all lying Even when it's hopeless she keeps trying your mother. You love her. There won't be another place like her again that you call home. She stands here to help you. There's nothing she won't do. As long as she's alive, you're not alone. You've got each other. Mother She fixes all the broken things When you're in love she's got a ring To give to you she hopes you'll give away She don't care who you give it to Where they're from If they pray like you as long taught you was love is love she's your mother you love her That's your mother.
3: Thank you for the very generous introduction, Sylvia. And Soulshine. wow, just wow. I am chuckling because I'm standing in a shed, crying my eyes out listening to that song. Thank you so much for bringing your talent, your love, and your gifts forward in your music ministry. That song is perfect and beautiful for our talk today, so thank you. As Sylvia mentioned, my name is Megan Hardy, and it is my heart's honor to be sharing this talk with you today on Mother's Day. Of course, I'd like to begin by extending a warm, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers joining us and listening in. I'll take a quick moment to share a special shout out to my mom, Margie Taylor Higgy. She is one of the most caring and selfless human beings I know. As a mom myself now, I can look back with a tremendous amount of gratitude and appreciation for all of the sacrifices that she has made over the years for my sister and myself. In fact, even in her retirement years, she has devoted her days to supporting me my sister, and her grandkids. In fact, right now, she's in California with my sister and her family as they just welcomed in their third little baby boy. So mom, happy Mother's Day. You are a superwoman in my heart. So for my talk today, I am bringing forward the consciousness or the nature of a mother's love. And it is this particular type of love that we need now more than ever to bring forward the healing that we all feel is needed. That's healing that is needed between us and Mother Earth, between us and our other human partnerships or relationships, and also within ourselves. So let's dive in. I first became a mom in November of 2015. I was blessed to have a very lazy pregnancy in the Sierra Nevada mountains while my husband was off working for a horseback riding packing outfit, outfitter. So I had countless hours to spend daydreaming about who my baby would be. Would my baby be a boy or a girl? Would he be tall? What color eyes would she have? Would he love horses? Would she love sports? Would he love country music? Would she want to save the world? I know we do tend to have high hopes for our children, don't we? But the main focus of my inquiry was all about the baby and who this baby would become. Fast forward to March of last year, specifically March 9th of 2020, and that date is significant because you might remember on Friday the 13th of March, we experienced our first COVID 19 lockdown. So, the Monday of that week, I found out I was pregnant with our second kiddo. So, it was a very unusual year to be pregnant, as you can imagine. And with so much uncertainty unfolding around us every single day, we we decided that we wanted something certain to ground into. So we found out that we were going to have a baby girl. And we were ecstatic by this news. And there was something about the fact that I was getting ready to become the mother of a girl that changed my inquiry from who will my baby be to who do I want to be as a mother, especially as a female role model for a little girl. And despite Mr. Toad's wild ride of a year last year, we had a healthy baby girl in our home on November 29th of 2020. So now here I am today as a mom of two and the world continues to still be what I would call turbulent. And so my inquiries, while they still hold space for who will my children be and who do I want to be as a mom, I've also found myself reflecting on a third question. What kind of earth will my children inherit? And as we put that question into the context of the unity season of earth and into the context of Earth Day, and all the information that has been shared, the amazing talks that have been shared over these past couple of weeks, I find my heart circling around this third inquiry a lot recently. You might remember a couple of weeks back when Sylvia shared this amazing video that was scrolling list of organizations and people who have dedicated their life to saving this planet. I believe it would take like almost a week if you were to read that entire list from start to finish. So that is a profound amount of power behind people really addressing the question, what kind of earth will our children inherit? And so for some of us, that question is really clear. And. For others, the question can feel really overwhelming. And it's overwhelming because it demands that each of us show up. Each of us take an active part, and we feel that in our souls, that we take an active part in caring for the condition of Mother Earth. And so here I've been in this swirl of motherhood and Mother Earth and really feeling the interconnectedness of all of it. And as I've been reflecting on all of it, I started to think about the life cycle of a mother. So in those initial stages, when you're holding your baby for the first time, you're overcome with love and patience and selflessness and and this nurturing and this fierce protection. All of these things that I would call the divine nature of a mother's love. And now here for a moment, I just want to address something. I stand here and recognize that our experience of mother, our human experience of mother, looks very different for each of us. So it is entirely possible that as you're listening to my talk, you may be saying to yourself, my mother wasn't like that. That's not the relationship that I had with my mom. And I want to acknowledge that I am very blessed to have have to have had and still have an incredible relationship with my mom. And I know that some of us hold more pain than love in that relationship, more tears than laughter. And here is an invitation to listen with an open heart to listen to the tool that I bring forward to you that might actually help promote healing in that relationship with for you. And also to stand on one of unity's principles that we are all created good. And it's this divine nature that we are efforting toward despite how that expression actually shows up real time in the moment. So if we go back, we have this initial coming together, mother and child. And in in the child's innate way, they are demanding, they are needy. They command every resource from mother. Their survival depends on it. And mother is there to give selflessly. And then if we continue to fast forward 40, 50, maybe 60 years, as that life cycle unfolds, eventually, if life allows for it, we get to this moment where we embrace a role reversal. And that role reversal looks like the once child, now the adult, becoming a caregiver for a parent. And now the child is tending to the parent's everyday needs and to a parent's aging body and the resources that that body needs. So in short, the child becomes the mother and the mother becomes the child. And so again, as I've been swirling in this conversation of motherhood and mother earth and the love of a mother, it dawned on me that perhaps there is an inherent flaw in our depiction of mother earth as our mother. Because what it does is it puts us in the role of demanding children, of self-centered children, expecting her everything, expecting her to tend to us, expecting her to provide for us. And so what if the healing that we need most now is a role reversal? Can we all agree that up until this moment, we have taken more than we have given? That we have been louder in our demands than in our appreciation? That our footprint has been heavy on her being? And are we not mature enough now as adult children to be the one nurturing her? And so I ask you, what kind of mother will you be to Mother Earth? And so as we've been moving through the season of Earth, if you're anything like me, I've started a list of all the things that I can do to be the kind of mother that I want to be to our great Earth. Practicing responsible recycling. Composting, I have become a boss about throwing food away into the trash can after hearing that our landfill fill is due to be full by 2029. We have supporting a circular economy, buying local, donating, volunteering to one of those organizations that Sylvia's video listed. So there's all these things that we can do, and for the remaining of my talk, what I want to focus on is who we need to be. And in that is where we add in that heaping dose of a mother's love. So let me back out here for a moment and share a little story about my five-year-old son. Some of you know Ryder, who is, and I'm gonna brag here for a moment, he is one of the most amazing human beings I have ever met. So he is the child who first made me a mother in 2015. He has a million dollar twinkle in his eye and a charming smile like his dad. He is incredibly independent. He is observant, curious. He's smart. I don't tell him he's smart. I always tell him he's more observant than smart. He is witty. He is charming and he is incredibly opinionated and strong-willed. I know that all of these things will serve him as an adult. To parent, however, let's just say it has been an opportunity for me to learn how to be a better person and a better parent. So it was about a month ago that I was researching how to end, definitively end, a negotiation with a five-year-old. In other words, an argument. How How do you stop an argument with your child? And I found this system of parenting called love and logic. And they had this tool that a phrase that I was ecstatic to find. And it's simply, I love you too much to argue with you. Sounds pretty simple. I was super excited to try this on. And I did with everything. I had so much success with I love you too much to argue with you, writer. That I learned to modify that phrase to include other things. I love you too much to let you watch another show. Writer. Writer, I love you too much to give you another cookie. I love you too much to let you stay up any later. And the list goes on. It was so successful. I was on fuego with this phrase. I might have even used it with my husband a time or two. So in my coaching business, I teach an observation tool called Self Other World. Now, this tool comes from my mentor. Her name is Ariana strozzi Mizuchi of Skyhorse Academy. My coaching business I do in partnership with horses. So we're always talking about energy and we're talking about whether or not an energetic experience or just an experience that is an energetic experience, how it's imp- impacting you, how it's impacting the other or the other being in the experience, and then how it's impacting the greater world or the greater environment. So there's this process of zooming from self through other to world and then back through other and self. So here I had had this acute experience of other working brilliantly. And so I thought, well, how about I try this tool out with myself? At the time, I had been told by a naturopath that I needed to be exclusively gluten and dairy-free. So since having Paisley, I have been having some digestive issues. And I had been having a really hard time finding the discipline to implement this new lifestyle. And I had tried a lot of different things. So the new experiment became, Megan, I love you too much to let you eat that piece of pizza. Megan, I love you too much to let you eat the whole box of Cheez-Its. Megan, I love you too much to let you sit on the couch all day or not move your body today or not get outside, et cetera, et cetera. And again, it worked. It's been a couple of weeks. weeks. Um, can have, proudly say I am gluten and dairy free. And I was taking week upon week upon week just to get through one day. And that simple change in mindset, that change in consciousness of supporting myself with love. So I ask you, what enduring vulnerabilities do you have that need a heaping dose of mother's love? What self-destructive behaviors do you continue to know that you need to stop but haven't That could be healed by you standing in a place of love and saying to yourself, I love you too much to fill in the blank. And then that takes me from self back through other and all the way out to world. Where we have asked what kind of world will our children inherit? And perhaps what is needed most is for us to stand here now as the adult children of Mother Earth in our maturity and in our love and say to her, I love you too much to continue to harm you. I love you too much to continue to pollute your rivers and oceans. I love you too much to continue to cut down your forests. I love you too much to continue to deplete your soils and choke your airways and hold her the way that she has held us, the way that she has nurtured us, to look at her and all of her species and adore every little thing, revere her life with the awe and wonder that we revere the life of a baby where we oo and ah over every milestone. It is time that we celebrate her and we let her know we will no longer harm you. And you are our one and only mother, just like that song said. She is our mother and we have no other. And what is needed now is this beingness of love. And again, not just any love, a mother's love. A mother's love that is persistent. A mother's love that is there no matter what. A mother's love that is nurturing and fiercely protective. That is the task that I set forth to do in my own personal life with my coaching clients. And it's the challenge that I send you away with today. What is the healing that you need within your side yourself that you can bring closure to by being in the love of your own mother, supporting yourself by saying, I love you too much to let you fill in the blank. And then for those of us who have had those relationships with a mother or a father or a sibling or a friend or a partner? Can we heal those relationships by saying, I love you too much to continue to argue with you? I love you too much to continue to hold on to this pain. I love you too much to continue to be in non forgiveness. And to our great Mother Earth, I love you too much to continue to be a heavy presence on your life. And so as I bring our time to a close, I'll leave you with three quotes. The first from my mom. Every night at bedtime, we said a prayer. I will always do my best. I will always do what's right and I will treat others the way I want to be treated. And from what I've shared with you today, I would offer a modifier on that last sentence. Instead, we say, I will treat myself the way I want others to treat me. I will treat others the way I want to be treated. And I will treat Mother Earth the way I want to be treated. That should be the new golden rule. That we all walk. And when we walk on that path, we are walking the path of healing and we are walking the path of peace. And so here I bring in our second quote, and this is from the Dalai Lama. World peace begins with inner peace. And to take that first step forward on that path. I'll quote the Beatles. All you need is love. Namaste.
1: Nothing you can do that can't be done Nothing you can sing that can't be sung Nothing you can say but you can learn how to play the game It's easy Nothing you can make that can't be made No one you can save that can't be saved Nothing you can do, but you can learn how to be you in time, it's easy. can know that isn't known, nothing you can see that can't be shown, nowhere you can be that isn't where you're meant to be, it's easy, all you need is love, all you need is All you need is love All together now All you need is love everybody All you need is love 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 is all you need 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 Love she lost me yeah yeah Love is all you need.
0: Thanks, you guys. I was grooving up here. I like it. Gosh, it's going to be nice when we do get to be in person again and can dance a little to this great music. I just want to say, Megan, thank you so much. That was just just totally beautiful. And... Um, I, I I so love your story about Ryder, as someone who became a unconventional mother quite late in the game by choice, having not had one earlier, there is no better classroom. <laughs> there is no better classroom for spiritual growth than parenting. So shout out to, to everyone in that role. Um, all right, and Soul Shine, that's awesome as always. We are now going to go to some of the wonderful cool things that we uh, have as offerings here. Tonight from four to five o'clock on Zoom, we have our um, evolutionary eating program, part of our health and wellness ministry, and it will be led by the delightful Judy Pacullo and Donna Benjamin. So everyone is welcome. They've been sharing fabulous information in those sessions. Um, Okay, drum roll are there you go, there you go. We are headed toward a partial in-person reopening on June 6th. Um, Reservations will be required, so please pay attention to Reverend Jane's newsletter, which will have more information on that. Um, There's one other piece I wanted to mention about that. I guess that's it. It's the starting on June 6th. uh, Reservations required. Looking forward to it for sure. Our brothers, Kevin and Ian, are just gonna pull together a bonfire next Saturday here at the Unity Garden at 7 p.m. Totally informal, just visit and music. You'll need to bring your own food, your own beverage, your own lawn chair, Uh, everything else is provided. (laughs) I think the fire was provided, the fire, Um, and Another thing I want to note for anyone who happens to be in the area, we also here at Unity Central Oregon, we created a fantastic labyrinth, and it's available for anyone to come and and commune with it. So it's outdoor, easily accessible. It's really beautiful. It's got signage that that shows people sort of or or gives some guidance in how to how to move through that that. Um, that very meditative space and process. So everyone's welcome. Uh, And we, you might have noticed, we're no longer using Zoom for our live streams. Kevin and our tech team just continuously work to improve our online services, and that's happening now as well. So um, just please enjoy the Unity Central Oregon, Unity Community of Central Oregon website. That's the best place to plug in to our live stream services. And then they will be made available after the fact on um, Facebook and and, uh, YouTube, I believe. But we're trying to pull everyone better together and make the whole process work um, more seamlessly and at even a higher quality level for everyone who's tuning in from all over the world. And I want to just personally give a shout out to Kevin and Nico and Ian and the whole team involved with all the ongoing technology it's been so essential for us this past year and a half and along those lines i also want to give a big shout out to um dan pebbles and charlotte uh for generous their generous financial support of this community which has supported the building fund in addition to um Uh, added financial support for our online streaming technology and all of all of that to help us continually upgrade those services. Claire mentioned earlier, but they made she browbeat me into mentioning it again. Um, There is a survey related to this. We we want your input as to help us continue to make these services better and better. And I now remember what I forgot to say when about the partial Um, in-person reopening June 6th, we are going to continue to um, uh, provide online services so that we we can keep our much broader community connected as well, so that's gonna continue um, as we move gradually back toward in-person getting together. All right, so this is the time when we invite everyone to show the support show the gratitude for these services you know a whole lot of of what is made possible here is volunteer effort most of the speakers the tech people it's incredible and yet it requires actual financial resource so super important Um, and it's also with you know within unity's principles it's flow it's currency, it's not about giving something away, it's about supporting something that feeds you so that that flow can grow and expand. And um, you know, I wanted to share just an excerpt from a message that we received from one of our uh, supporters who's been taking in the live services, they're not even from our state. But I wanna share this, they sent a contribution to Unity Community of Central Oregon along with this note that I'll read part of. Dear Reverend Jane Hyatt, thank you and the Unity Community of Central Oregon for your inspiring, inclusive, and creative ministry. I have so enjoyed and will continue to enjoy from time to time, Soul Shine, all the speakers, especially your talks, and those of the aspiring Unity ministers, and Claire Kubota as the queen of celebrations. I have shared your services with family members and friends i wish you continued growth in consciousness and in membership so i wanted to share that just because we're we've expanded our offerings we're getting love and support from all over now it's super easy for you to be part of that you can send a check snail mail you can text an offering and you can also make an investment right through our website so Really encourage that, and um, and we thank everyone for all of the ongoing support that makes these services possible. And with that, we're going to bring a little "Thank You, Thank You" song from Soulshine.
1: I got gratitude in my heart. I got gratitude in my soul. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. Thank all you all. gratitude it my Thank you. I got gratitude in, in my soul. Heart. heart. I got gratitude in my, in my soul say thank you thank you i just want to say thank you i just want to say thank you for it all
0: you for it all. All right, we're going to read the blessing of the offering together. Really feel this. From the love of pure spirit within us, we bless these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. And now we will close out with our prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is because I am, and so it is.
1: The light of God surrounds me.